this, you're in the right place. I'm Warren Martinick. Hi, this is Julie Bell. Hey, this is Hutch. Bonjour, c'est Elfie Le Boudouet. Hi, this is Mike Phillips from Upper Deck. Hi, this is Lee Leifer. Hi, this is Dave DeVries. Hi, this is Andre Osh. Hey, folks. This is artist writer Bill Sienkiewicz. Hi, this is Nelson Silva. Hi, this is Craig Young. Hello, this is Flores Holorst. Hey, my fans, I'm Paul Hill. This is Jay Peter on its Hi, this is Mick and Matt Gleeb. Hey, everyone, I'm Ali from Titan. Hi, my name is Hui Trong. Hi, this is Jason Solana. Hi, this is Boris Vallejo. Hola, soy Juan Mendez. Konnichiwa, Peach Momoko desu. Hey everyone, Tom Fleming here. Hello, my name is Bob Budiansky. Hi, this is Ray Longo. This is Ron Leary. Hey kids, this is your old Uncle Axbone. Hi, I'm Eddie Wagner. Hi, this is Bella Rachlin. Hi, this is Chris Papantonio. Hi there, my name's Aaron Chandler. You might know me as RoboMonkey147. Hello, this is Jerry Bennett. Hey everybody, this is Dave Palumbo. Hi, my name is Ingrid Hardy. Hi, this is Brandon Warren. Hi, this is Jason Montoya. Hi, I'm E.M. Gist. Hi, this is Ernest Romero. Hola, mi nombre es George Vega. This is Alphadex sketch artist Marcia Dye. Hi, this is Greg Hildebrand. Hey, this is Jay Lynn Warner. This is Ken Vera, formerly of Impel Marketing, Skybox, FLIR, FLIR Skybox. Hi guys, this is Marlo Martos. Hi, this is Michael Munchaw. Hi, this is Bobby Johansson from Upper Deck. Hi, this is Mike Hampton. Hi, I'm Nelson DeCastro. Hey everybody, this is Jason Sobel. Hi everybody, my name is Pat King and I was a model for Marvel Masterpieces 2020. Hi, this is Tony. And Elaine Perna. Hello, this is Peter Scanlon. This is Greg McLaughlin of the Rebel Base Card Podcast. Hi, this is Tom Stapemaker. Hello, my name's Travis Ray. Ciao, sono Vincenzo Riccardi. Hey, Bob, this is Eric Wilkerson. Hey, guys, this is Mike Seeley. Hello, this is Achilles Kokinakis. Hello, this is Jonathan Rupol. Ciao, sono Simone Bianchi. Hi, this is Jennifer Wu from Upper Deck. Hi, my name is Ian Taylor. And my name is Norn Rad. And you are listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. I can't believe we've done a hundred of these things. I can't believe we've done a hundred of these things. Doesn't time <laughs> fly when you're having fun? Uh, it's been a blast, man. Yeah, I love yeah. this stuff. I can't, I appreciate you having this idea and coming to me and bringing me on this crazy roller coaster of a ride. Oh, bless you, son. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> you know, in the UK, when you get to a hundred, you get, you get a telegram from the queen. For real? Yeah, you have, you, have, you, have, you, have you never heard that? No, I didn't. Does she see it as like competition? I, I've got no, well, <laughs> no, but this has been happening for decades and decades. I had no idea. Yeah, wow. No, it's, a, it's a full, it's a proper thing. Um, so, you know, and she's, she's getting on a bit now. Prince Philip passed away a couple of months back and he was 99. Yeah, yeah. He didn't quite make it to 100. I was wondering whether or not she'd send him a telegram on his hundred, <laughs> and, and who sends her a telegram when she gets to her 100. <laughs> Um, but no, it's an actual thing uh, for those who, wow. who may not know uh, or be aware of it. it it's real. It, it happens. You know, people get telegrams from the Queen. When they That's get, actually really nice. Yeah. When they get to 100. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll probably never get quite that far. Or maybe I will. No, 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 no. Not with the way I eat. I'll definitely die early. 
for sure. <laughs> that went dark. Anyway. Yeah, McDonald's. <laughs> Dunn did me in. It did. It did. If you want to um, know what happened to me when I die, just look mm, at the golden arches. The golden arches. The golden, <laughs> the golden arcs. What movie the was arcs. it where someone had a, a golden arcs and they were trying to do a pastiche? Coming to America. That's it. Yes. That's it. So that's good. It. Yes, so it. good. No, it's not McDonald's. <laughs> so, I've not seen the sequel. Shock and bring off to do it. Say again. The sequel coming to America. No, that's a great title, um, but I haven't seen it I'm either. Not, I st- no, I'm not sure I can. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. No, I don't want it to get ruined, man. It's such a classic, you know? I don't know. I mean, it, you know, it's just, it, I think that some sequels that happen later on, that no one's like super invested into like they just become reunion kind of movies where everyone gets together and they have like a little story. I don't know. It's fun type of stuff, but like, no, I can never, I can never do that either. Well, the friends reunion's about to happen. That's right. That's the other I thing the I saw. For it. I saw the trailer for it. And I was like, first of all, how weird does, if you look at some of the photos, how weird David Schwimmer looks and how weird Lisa Kudrow looks. Um, yeah. And secondly, yeah. I was, I was, I was welling up. <laughs> I was really? That's hilarious. I was, like, I was like, yes, soft bastard. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll be there for you, Norin. Um, uh, be there for, for me. More. Yes, definitely. I'll be there for you. Um, before we get mm-hmm. get into kind mm-hmm. of, um, I mean, people will know what they're about to hear if they've seen the name of the episode. But um, yes, um, um, a legendary uh, guest will join us <laughs> shortly, and you you will hear from from him. Um, I, um, I I kind of wanted to ask you an off the cuff question, and I haven't really thought oh, about boy. the answer to this. Really, I was just thinking, you know, we've done a hundred episodes. Obviously, you know, there's there's an awful lot of stuff we've talked about. There's an awful lot of people we've spoken to. Mm-hmm. Anything that you can remember that that s- sticks out for you as a highlight, or even a low light? Who, who knows? A low light. <laughs> I, you know what? I really loved. It was such a rush when you got it when we got a box for Marvel Masterpieces 2020. Like oh, when you and I were yeah. opening it. That was like just, I remember us waiting for the box to come because we weren't sure. <laughs> and then we ran on, you know what I mean? In yes. record timing to do a bunch of stuff. Um, I also, I think my favorite episodes, funny enough, and I do love the guests quite a bit, like Julian Boris, that was sick. I mean, Bianchi was like a dream come true. Um, but I think like my favorite episodes were the ones where we kind of didn't know what we were going to talk about. Yeah. We just had a blast. Yeah. Like that was fun. I feel like those are my favorite because yeah. they just seem to happen so naturally. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Organic. Organic and organic. Organic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I felt good. What about you? Oh, I don't. Well, ugh. I'm Dave DeVries. I, you never forget your ah. first. And Dave DeVries was, <laughs> was just, uh, was awesome. And yeah, kind of, um, you know, Dave's wonderful. Um, and just, just that I, I had a moment during listening to that episode where I was like, okay, this is like, I think it was the sixth one we've recorded, but it was the fourth one we released. Mm-hmm. We had to shuffle it around. Do you remember? We had to that's right, that's right. Stuff. Um, and so, but that was when we stopped saying in the episodes what episode number it was. <laughs> Do you remember we had to <laughs> get rid of like it, the edit same out. Pan out episode every time. Three, we had to episode over it. Ep- ep- episode 
That's right. You know, things like that. It was really, it was really <laughs> yeah. tricky. I remember, I remember saying to you, I've just recorded, recorded me saying the word four, so you can, you can overdub it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, overdub um, it. But I just remember oh, when we were listening to Dave and he was describing the Namor piece and I was thinking, I had a light bulb and I was like, you know what? If nothing else comes from this podcast, people who hadn't looked at that card or the art for that card would be able to look at it and appreciate it. And yes. I was like, and I was like, light bulb moment. That that's kind of exactly the kind of thing I, I'd I'd hope we could do with other guests. And uh, you know, Simone delivered in spades on that. Uh, Greg Hildebrand mm-hmm. delivered in spades on that. Um, yeah, you know, um, sketch card artists. Um, yeah, oh. one of the, one of the wonderful. They've things. been amazing. Yeah, I mean, I just I love the fact that sketch card artists have crossed over with each other as a result of. Mm-hmm. finding this podcast and then the group and now are working together. I love that. Yeah, um, me too. I love that they are um, hopefully getting work out of the exposure I mean, I, the symbiosis that goes on. has to have happened. I mean, yeah. with so many, you know, it's weird, right? Because you and I have been in the game for a long time. It's you not don't really love the game. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe it is. Um, you, you have been trading correctly. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, you know, I mean, for me, though, it's like, <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> oh, my goodness, please. Uh, hey, hey, sketch card app, how do you get these rare cards? Well, let me tell you. I always keep a pair, <laughs> I always keep a pair of knee pads in the garage. Um, oh, so. we went there. We went there. <laughs> no so like i don't know man i think i think after you collect for a long time especially sketch cards sketch cards are one of those inserts that can allow you to be so creative with what you do with your collection mm-hmm. that it doesn't have to be the same as everybody else and i feel like once i know the artists more and i click with them i love their work twice as mm-hmm. much than i did before i i just feel like that's happened to me more often than yeah, not yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I hope, I hope, I hope people are running to get APs because I think, I think that's a really important um, yeah. component of the hobby. Yeah. yeah, I do. One thing we we haven't talked about on the show simply because the few times where we haven't had a guest, we've forgotten to mention it, <laughs> quite frankly. Um, but um, you can now get, uh, a, a, I say, official. Um, in, in that they're not podcast sketch cards, they're Marvel Card Collectors Worldwide sketch cards that um, our friend Jalen Warner created. Um, and the initial print batch, I think there's a thousand of them. Um, and uh, Jalen has them, um, and they are also available to artists who've worked on Marvel sets. So other sketch card artists like Andre Orsch, like Gordon Wills, like Jay. Peter Annette's, I think that's how you say his name. Sorry, Jay, uh, if I've murdered that. Jay. Um, and um, and they're really good kind of Marvel fan art cards. You know, Marvel characters from sketch card artists who've worked on Marvel sets. So, um, and in, initially on that, you just contact Jay Lynn and he'll tell you right, which artists have got them and or you can get them straight straight from him. Yeah, you know, it's just a they're, they're really cool. Um, so thank you, Jay, for doing those. Um, and so who'd have thought 100 episodes in that there would be <laughs> sketch card stock? 
<laughs> I know. What's that all about? I know. Um, and what else? What else? What else? What can I say? Um, I would say I'm going to go low lights for a moment, not to bring anything down. Ooh. I am going to go low lights. I've learned not to try and interview um, anyone who's actually actively at a con with customers at their table. <laughs> <laughs> don't try and do that especially not over a, over a mobile signal uh, when they can't no. hear you properly so don't do that um and also um don't try and do a live episode on your podcast page without having tested it out first um because it was, <laughs> that was a shock of a day wasn't it <laughs> when you when definitely you go gonna to, have to figure out a way we will we will well, the thing is, finally we found a bit of kit that would work for us that we didn't have to pay through the nose yes for. Finally. and actually yeah. actually it, it does actually it does actually work okay i went in the other day because i was going to do a little test thing um and it was fine it was all it was all ready to go so now we found it we could oh that's awesome um, and we are going to do some um once we um we finish a couple of things we're preparing for it we're going to do a, a few instagram lives Oh man, I'm so excited to do that with you, brother. That's um, going to be so much Where we're going to talk about um, character collecting and well, all sorts of other stuff. Character collecting is the, the first main one we're going to we're going to be going over. So, um, so we will let you know when they're going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. And um, but you know, otherwise highlights. I just, I just, it's just so cool to just talk cards every week with you and with collectors with oh, collectors especially the collectors you know be they uh-huh. sketch card collectors and there's an awful lot of those you know i've got to i've got to thank brian bode and brad galley for giving me an appreciation and an insight into the mcu sets which i hadn't really oh, brad is the best on there brad um, is the best so Super kind mm, and they're you know they're just great sets and i'm i'm in you know, I'm sold. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm chasing Beautiful. those as well now. Um, as you know, Black Diamonds recently come out, and I've been ooing and ahhing over that. Um, so yeah, you know, what a journey <laughs> we've been on. Well, what a journey we've been on. You think oh, about, man. you think about what, what a journey. What we both collected. How we? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No, it's insane. It's insane how we've gotten here. It's insane in the brain. <laughs> From where we were. <laughs> where we were. <laughs> Humble beginnings, dear. Humble beginnings. Humble I mean, beginnings. I mean, check you out. You've got a proper mic now with a pop screen. I'm still I'm still with the same old thing I used to begin with. Um and you've even got you've even got <laughs> it works just fine though. It works. Me and my <laughs> me and my dodgy webcam and my ever so dodgy Wi-Fi. Um and uh, and you with your stand-up desk now. My stand-up it. desk, my fancy uh, yeah. silver surface statue, yes. moving up in the world. Walk around the room <laughs> while, you, while you're recording. Um, That's what I like to do, so, do some jumping jacks. Our guest on this episode, um, uh, I, I, Warren Martinek, quite frankly, what a guy. What a guy. I mean, the godfather of sketch cards. I mean, let's be Pretty honest, much. right? Yeah. Let's... He is. Seriously, let's he let's, is. let's let's be yep. real about this. He is the OG. He is, and he's very modest about this, but he was the one to give sketch cards the creativity and the um, styles and the, the 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 things, the prompts that we can do, mm-hmm. uh, cover recreations, scenes, panels. You know subsets. what I mean? Different su- subsets, yeah. superior tones. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have like everything and anything that every time he did a set 
there was some kind of innovating thing occurring. Yeah. It's just, I'm, I'm just so happy. We finally got him on this show. Yeah. Uh, huge, huge inspiration to lovely. the hobby. Lovely, lovely man. And you know how lovely he is, Norrin? How lovely is he? I believe he's doing a giveaway. <gasps> Our hundredth episode. Now I'm going to be honest with you. Everyone knows how picky I am. This card is insane. Okay. Like it's, it's proper next level as someone say. <laughs> Good. I haven't seen it. So I'll just we take can, your word for it. Oh, you're going to flip. Oh, really? It's crazy. Oh, Uh-oh. wait, you haven't seen it. I sent you. No. no. Oh, you're, scr- oh, dude, you're going to be no. pissed no, because I we can't enter. It. Can we? No, we can't enter. No, we can't enter. Of course we can't enter. <laughs> we can't. No, that's no. crazy. What do you I mean? I, think I didn't say that. I think we're both going to, I think we're both, commissioning him for something as a result of the interview anyway oh yeah but that, Are you, that, yeah I'm, I'm, d- I'm definitely gonna do um, that for sure but no no you didn't you just sent you just okay sent well the, the, guess uh, what we're gonna do a quick little thing all right let me see it let me see it and it'll be on the text exactly as well and it'll then we'll tell you how you enter notes. folks okay yes that's exactly what we're gonna do right so you're gonna I share your am, screen i'm gonna share my screen allow you one second hang on multiple participants can share yep. simultaneously that sounds sexual I like it. We can share simultaneously. I'm into it. <laughs> That's fine. I've got my gloves on. Episode 100, and he's gone there. All right. right. And Come he's on. gone. All right, you ready? I'm All right, waiting. here it comes. Here it comes. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm sat down. O-M-G. Right. Okay. That. Wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's brilliant. That's, I know. That's so know. good. That, that's I not, thought I said this to you. I'm so mad. That's not uncut wow. either. No, that's, that's card size. Card size. Okay. So what we're looking at here, folks, and it will be in the tasting notes, and, and one of you people will One of you listeners win will win this card. This card. What I'm looking at here is a Marvel Bronze Age uh, released in 2011 from Rittenhouse Archives. Um, you can find them at scifihobby.com because uh, we, we don't give Rittenhouse enough um, airspace or love on this show, and that will be changing nope. um, um, as a result. Yes. Of this episode. Um, what I'm looking at here is an AP. Um, it's a cut AP, so it's not an, it's not an uncut um, oversized one, so it's normal trading card, two and a half by three and a half size. Cover recreation of Amazing Spider-Man issue 294 from November 1987, which is Craven's last hunt, I believe, storyline. I think part five thunder. It's part five thunder, and it's a recreation of Mike Zeck's artwork. Now, the fact that Warren has been able to create this in such detail on a card of that size is frankly beggar's belief um, to me, and it is astonishing. Uh, with wow. Craven in the foreground and Black Suit Spidey, um, which we... Uh, is that Black Suit Spidey? That's Venom. Oh, yeah, it is, at that point, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Um, Venom hasn't wow. started or appeared yet, but yeah, it's, oh, it's brilliant. It's so good. It's so good. Wow. You know what? I'm, I'm going to have to go there with some, with, some, with some cover recreations on the AP front. I think I think oh, I'm going to yeah. do it. I think I, I think I think that's what I'm going to get. I think I'm going to do a cover recreation. Yeah, I am as well. All right, because decided. he's just so good. Okay, he's just so right. good. Okay, so at some point, 
pay attention, people. Put a pin in this part of the episode. At some point during this episode, you... <laughs> Sorry. Did you just unlock your car? Whoop, whoop. I know. I wanted a pin. I was like, pin. <laughs> uh, I thought a pin dropping was a... I thought it was a... Sound. Maybe it is a... Yeah, that works. That's that a works. good one. We'll do that. Yeah, okay. So, right. at some point in this episode, you will hear the recording stop. You will hear this noise. And then you will hear a password. Now, whatever that password is... Not a safe word. To, no. A password. No, not, not a safe word. Marigolds is my safe word, by the way. For it's a good reference. one. It is That's good. That's a good it, one. It is good. Um, when you hear that, you go to our Instagram feed and you find the post with that sketch card on there. And on that post... You comment the password, and you also like our Instagram feed. And everyone who does that, if you've already liked our Instagram feed, hats off to you. Thanks very much. If you haven't, now's your opportunity to um, to uh, follow us on Instagram and see all sorts of beautiful, beautiful imagery that we create each week to promote each episode. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll randomly pull. Uh, we'll leave it, I guess we'll leave it a week from this episode going up. That's a good idea. Yeah, we'll leave it a week from this episode going up. And um, and then we will comment on that post and say, okay, we're going to pull someone. And then we'll do a, a fresh post announcing the winner. Perfect. And that will be mailed to – now, hang on. We haven't figured out the details of this. Is Warren going to send that to you for us to send to anyone? Yeah, who I can wants? send it to yeah? whoever. Because Warren might not want to post it to – No, no, no. He'll send it say, to me and then – Say someone from Zimbabwe wins, which is perfectly valid. You know, you know Zimbabwe is a fine country. Yeah. Um, Warren might not want to yeah. mail yeah, to yeah, Zimbabwe. Yeah. Zimbabwe's we will. great. Yeah, we'll mail it. No, anyway. no, no. I'm married to Zimbabwe. Yeah, I'll yeah. do it. Good. Sure, they'll get something. Yeah. Absolutely. Wait, what? I've no idea what's Just going kidding. on. Anymore. Anyway, no. Shall we? Um, yeah, I'll take care of it. Uh, no, and thank you for for sticking with this. Um, this is brilliant. Thank I you. Um, I couldn't, quite frankly, couldn't do it without you. Um, Same. And um, <laughs> yeah, I oh, I've got some ideas about pe- people we'd like to talk to over the next. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Yeah, I guess, because this will probably be around the time of our second birthday this episode as well, uh, which actually quite falls quite nicely having a 50th yeah. milestone around there. Um, I've oh, got wow. some ideas of people we want to talk to, um, but if you got people you want us to talk to or topics you want us to talk about or sets that we don't talk about enough, then tell us. Let us know. Please. Comment below. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh. Below where? I'm looking down and seeing if there's somewhere to comment on my chair. Um, <laughs> Where do they comment? Where do they comment? Where do they comment? Um, Norin, thank you, brother. I love you. Thank you, brother. I love you. I'm so glad we're doing this, man. Yeah. Do you want to roll the VT? Obviously. That doesn't actually make roll sense. Roll it. It's not videotape, but roll it anyway. No, it's not video. But okay, here we go. Enjoy the show, guys. I'm immensely uh, pleased to be able to say the following words. Um, Our guest on this episode of the Marvel Car Collectors podcast is none other than Warren Martinek. Good morning, Warren. How are you? Good morning. It's early for me, but I'm I'm doing all right. You're doing okay. This is good. I'm highly caffeinated. We're good to go. (laughs) Caffeine caffeine is exactly what what we're fueled on over here. Um, So for those 
for those who, who if anyone's listening who doesn't know who who you are um i will i'll, I'll, I'll briefly kind of uh, mention what i know of you because i've done some reading up for this episode um so you did an enormous number, and I've, I've, I've <laughs> untold volumes of sketches for the Rittenhouse Archives Marvel sets. Uh, yeah, yes, amongst amongst many many other types of sets. Yes, many many many, many others. Sets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and when I was doing when I was doing some reading up on you um, using Doctor Google for this episode, it, it occurred to me how many different um sets you've been on and um, how many different ips you've worked on which which we'll get into but tell me tell me about you tell me how you started because because i found an interesting thing in your um on on the internet where you've done an alumni interview for the kubert school Um, yes yes and that's going back some years that 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 came out so so what what led you there what what took you to 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 go to the Kubert School and, and, and study art? Um, well, I, you know, pretty much like everybody else, you, all the way through school, um, high school, middle school, you know, the English notebook was filled with more drawings than words, you know. <laughs> um, and I had, I had even started, like, selling, uh, you know, artwork in, in high school. I had a friends come by, you know, slip me 10 bucks and they draw them a Colossus or a Wolverine or something like that. And at the time I was just like, you know, pulling out the latest issue or whatever and just copying whatever pose I thought was kind of cool. You know, even uh, just it's pretty much all I I did the whole time was just sit there with a pencil in my hand drawing my in in art class. I would do what they would ask me. And then I and then at the end of this, the. uh, and at a class, the art teacher would come over and hand me the, the sponge and bucket, and I'd have to erase all the pencil drawings I did on the table. Um, you know, it's like easy. <laughs> oh, that's a good enterprise, but you got to erase it. <laughs> so, um, and uh, I did not know what to do after school. I didn't. I, I wasn't the college type, um, but uh, I remember it was. So I took a couple of years off after high school. And I remember growing up and reading all of the um, the Joe Kubert like ads in the back of the comics. Mm-hmm. They're they were always there, and I was like, I wonder if that's still in, in business. So I you know I, I went back to my old guidance counselor, and um, she's like, Who are you? Because I never met her before, and it was two years <laughs> after I graduated. <laughs> and she's like, Hold on, I got to go pull your file. So she had to go in the basement, um, and she's like, Oh, well, let's look it up. And she helped me, you know hook up with them and next thing i know i'm in my own so i i did a couple of years there at the kubert school wow okay so does it does it give you a because does it give you kind of a, a diploma or degree of some kind or is it just a, a a beginning middle and end course that you go on it really is more of a beginning middle and end type of thing okay. it's a three-year it's a three-year uh, school um they teach you how to do it you know you're you're drawing 15 hours a day, you know, you're wow. doing it while you're in school. Then they give you the same amount of homework to do it, you know, and you get out of it, what you put into it. You know, a lot of, a lot of guys coming in their first year, not, not knowing what to expect. And, you know, half of them are gone by the, the halfway through the year because they're like, Oh, I'm not going to be able to do this, you know, cause it's a, it's a lot of work. Um, and you know, but it's, it's a great place to go. I learned a whole hell of a lot. Um, and it's, it's, it's what, you know, and being there, you meet a lot of people in the business too. So it's what, you know, and who, you know, and you can, you know, you get in there and, you know, meet these people 
and is, you know, if you can get the job, great. Then you, then you got to do the work and keep it. Mm, um, yeah. and you know, you can get some, you can get some decent work doing it that way. Cool. Any, any, any classmates that we might've heard of? Um, there's a time I, mean, I was, do you, do you know Keith Champagne? I've heard the name. Yeah. yeah. He's done a lot of inking work, a lot of, um, writing work. There's a lot of DC comic stuff. Um, he was my roommate in college. And uh. that's really cool. <laughs> um, uh, there's a, there's a lot of guys that a couple guys that are like, you know, you're, how did you forget me? <laughs> Mike, Sellers, <laughs> um, Mike Sellers, but it was, uh, he did a lot of inking for, um, like the X books, um, back then I, he was also my roommate, um, at, at a different time in there. Um, there's, yeah, there's a bunch of guys. So, <laughs> wow. well, there's a reunion, I'm sure. Um, so, so when you, when you, um, finished that school, how did you, cause I know, I know that you then kind of moved into, uh, working on, on comics. Um, how did, how did that transition happen? Did that kind of overlap with the school or did you get out and have the contacts to, to line something up? Um, I, I had, uh, well, the, 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 the during my second year, um, I started getting like background work. Um, I do, I was helping anchors a lot. Um, and I was working on every book under the sun for Marvel, um, and a couple of DC books. And, uh, one of the, the, the guy I was, um, rooming with at the time worked at DC comics in the production department. And now see that you're, you're really pushing my memory here. Time-wise, <laughs> I'm, time-wise, I'm going to be terrible with numbers. So but no, that's anyway. fine. That's fine. I'm just, I'm just curious. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, uh, it was something to the point of where there was an opening in the production department and, you know, they said, well, you know, why don't you, why don't you come in and interview for it? So I, I did, um, I had, so I, I did, I did out of the three years, I did two and a half years at the Kubert school and I left because I started getting work. I mean, that's, that was the whole oh, idea. Of the school. Yeah. Um, because they don't, they don't care if you got a diploma or anything. They just want to know if you could do the work or not. Yeah. Um, so I got, I got, um, I got the a job at the production department of DC comics and um when i worked there seven or eight months i think um and you know work was just coming in so it just led you know one thing led into another um i i, I hooked up with many anchors um and i was working full-time helping them ink books um a couple of uh, a couple of guys actually helped pencil their books um you know even you know, out of some major offices, um, it was, uh, you know, you can help me with this, but don't tell me, you, don't tell anybody you helped me with this type of type of deal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, no problem, no problem. But so yeah, I was making enough to pay rent and uh, things were, things were going good. Um, uh, I started getting into editor's offices, um, at Marvel. Um, you know, you, I, I got in good with the, uh, the secretary at the door at Marvel and they just sit there and talk to her all the time. And, uh, uh, she'd get me in to see editors and, you know, there were certain ones that I couldn't get into, but I, I remember one specifically, I was sitting there talking to the, to, to, to her for like, I don't know, about 40 minutes or something and trying to see if I can get in to see this one particular editor. It was, oh, it was Ralph Macchio mm-hmm. or Macchio for, he was the daredevil editor at the time. Yeah. And, uh, and he's, he's like, I don't know, he's really busy. And then he, he walks right past me into the elevator. So I'm like, I will be right back. So I followed him into the elevator with my portfolio. <laughs> so I was like, I've seen this in the movies. I could do this. <laughs> so, um, 
yeah, so, uh, you know, whole elevator, elevator ride down. I, I told him who I was and he said, yeah, yeah, stop by sometime and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll take a look at your stuff. So, it was, you know, it was it, a lot of good stuff was happening. And then that all came to a crashing halt in the mid 90s when Marvel fired everyone. Yeah. You know, I was just starting to get penciling work. I did some issues for uh, MCP, um, did some Conan stuff, um, Savage Sword. Um, it was, there was a few other things in there too. And then all the guys that I had, you know, I was lined up to do some Punisher work. I'd done some pinups for them. And, uh, you know, a month later, nobody left. And I was like, yeah. oh, man. So then I started, uh, then I transitioned. I started getting work from FLIR through a couple of friends. And that's when the uh, overpower stuff kicked in. Yeah. 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 And uh, I did a couple, I did a couple of, you know, a couple of uh, pieces of that. And they're like, oh, yeah, this, this stuff will work out pretty good. So they just started giving me work. And that was pretty much, that was the transition from comics to cards at that All point. Right. Don't ask me the year on that one. I, I don't know. No, no, no. That's that, that's cool. To no, me, no, I, yeah. I have a feeling it's in the Kubert thing because I think that Kubert article I read is probably about 10 years old now. And I have yeah. a feeling your memory was possibly a lot sharper 10 years ago. Um, so. I probably had notes in front of me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, I can't imagine it was a live thing. You probably had to, you probably, they probably sent it Plenty to you and you typed it up. So, yeah. <laughs> well, there's, um, there's that period between, you know, like 1990, I went, I went to the school like 90, 91. 92 something like that between that and like 96 where yeah. so much was happening you know just so busy it's it's really all it's all a blur um, well that's the big boom too right i mean if you look at marvel comics when everything was just just going and for cards as well right i mean 96 97 was the time where so many comics were produced so many cards were produced and the big everyone just kind of shut off and it, a lot of things happened with marvel comics at that point um so it's not it's it's not i mean it, the timeline's perfect i mean overpower cards was 1997 right mm -hmm. so that's right around the time where you know everything goes down with marvel and then a transition to cards mm -hmm. so you know it's crazy because you know we're a marvel card podcast and we've talked about sketch cards in the past but people who are big sketch card artists look at you and see you as kind of like the godfather of sketch cards i mean you're the, no seriously you are you are the person that gave it so much creativity and eventful. And I've been chasing you down on Messenger. I can be honest. I'm, I'm persistent. I, I've been bothering poor Warren here uh, to speak to him for a while. Um, and and the big reason was this. I want to ask you the question. I was like, every time you did a sketch card series, and not only Marvel, DC, Conan. Um, I mean, you did plenty of stuff. Did you work on Star Trek as well? Oh God, that was. Well, I feel like you did, right? Yeah. Um, Rittenhouse. Um, um, the owner of Rittenhouse worked at Fleer Skybox. They, he broke off and created Rittenhouse. He made his own company. Steve, Steve Chandler. Steve Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And um, and his their early licenses was was you know the big one was Star Trek. So after a year or two going, I think they wanted to bring sketch cards back. This was when this is after the the Fleer Marvel stuff kind of you know died off for a little bit. Yeah, and um, so they had the step the Star Trek set, and they're like, hey, let's see if we can get it going. This was so 2001. Um, I believe I worked on their first Star Trek set, which was a women of women of Star Trek. Wow, and it was all you know the repetitive sketches they. 
they approve like four designs and you just draw it over and over and over. And it was just a pencil. It was just a pencil tracing. Yeah. And, you know, you're doing like oh, 1500 of those or yeah. a, lot, oh, a lot, you know, and there was, there wasn't many of us. There was me, you know, John Zop, um, and just a couple of other, uh, sketch card artists. We weren't, we weren't sketch card artists. We were just artists working on these things. That's, you know, that's, yeah. and, uh, yeah, that there was, and from that point on, there were a lot of sketch cards after that. Well, yeah, you paved the way. I mean, there was a lot of, and I know there was a lot of artists, but I mean, you have been there from the beginning and you're, I mean, I mean, we can all be honest, Marvel card collectors, people who are in the know all look back at the Rittenhouse years of sketch cards and we, we weep, <laughs> we physically weep because they were so beautiful and so perfect and listing all the artists doing the numbers. There was such creativity from every artist and such a variety of things being done. And you are the master of that doing so many different things. And, and originally just so people know, you know, it was Flare Ultra Spider-Man, the Silver Age and Marvel Creators Collection when sketch cards were first introduced for Marvel. And you were on MCC 98, mm-hmm. Marvel uh, Comic yes. Creators, um, beautiful works of art. And what people don't realize, like you mentioned, is that quite a few people do the um, where, you know, you get a design approved and then you do so many of those. Right. But what people don't realize is that you had legends of the industry and yourself who's worked in the industry working on those sketch cards. You know, oh, what they I mean? got you everybody had, to work on those. everybody. Yeah. You know, yeah. if there if if you were if, if you if they had a if there was anybody walking through the offices at the time, um, you know, um they they would just hand them a couple a bunch of blanks and here's here, do a few sketches so you know and give it back to us like tomorrow or something like that. And you know, artists all over the place, they were just doing them and handing them back into their editor, and then the editor would move them on to, you know, whoever was running it at the time, the the, the set. That's the stuff everyone's been wanting to hear about Um, other than (laughs) other things from your work is that you have like you were there when they were just handing these out. And these are precious to us. You know, I I know it's crazy to hear this from collectors (laughs) being psychotic fans, but we love these pieces so much and treasure them because, you know, many of us can't afford to have original comic book art pages. You know what I mean? Like we, right, we just right. can't They're and you know, they're locked I up, can. especially now. I'm holding on to them for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> and you knew them, you know, you were around them. Um, but most of us, you know, our only avenue to owning, having that one degree of separation, right. Is through sketch cards. And that's kind of what everyone's collections have kind of grown into. And you are responsible for, a getting artists to do this, I believe, as well later on in terms Much of later on. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and I do want to hear about that. I just want to try to stick chronological. Oh, so, so you started. Oh, there's. So, I'm so sorry that this is going to be forever. <laughs> um, MCC ninety eight. You set. You're ready. Um, MCC ninety eight. You were working on great pieces then, and that's when we had ink sketch cards. And a lot of people are not used to those nowadays. And hopefully, they will come back. Um, talking to Upper Deck conversations. You know, the people have been asking for these for some time. Um, to go back to the inking, to go back to the penciling, to go back to the sketchy part of sketch cards. Um, but here's the crazy part. When we get to the written house, all of a sudden we go from designs that have been approved and multiple copies of designs. And then on Avengers, um, I believe it was Avengers, Avengers? 1963 to present the complete Avengers. Mm. You go ahead and <laughs> basically make the very first sketch card subset. 
you are one of the people who is like, okay, let's go ahead and look at this comic cover. I'm going to do, this is number 20 uh, out of 25. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, issue, I sent you the pictures through Facebook Messenger just so, because when we share our screen, sometimes it doesn't go through all the way. Um, but yeah, a very good friend of mine sent me these. Um, I would say his name, but some people like to keep their stuff secret. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, you were kind of the first to think about sketch cards as a subset and move away from the um, highly curated designs that were allowed only by certain, you know, this, these four designs are allowed, make copies of these designs as many as you can. until your hand falls off and they're, and you know, the, <laughs> those sketch cards originally that even the ones that have the copies, they're brilliant. You know what I mean? Even the copies of the copies. I mean, people knew what they were doing to the point where it was just masterful. Um, you know, Talk to us a little bit about your creation of the subset and your creativity through the years of sketch cards. Well, um, going going back to, I mean, the, the very the literally very first thing I worked on was it was Spider Man ninety seven. Um, I, uh, I, or, or, I, I'm pretty sure it was it, or was it Silver Age? Um, no, I think it was. I think it's Spider Man. Again, I'm hazy about this. This was a. It, it was it was something that came in so fast. I'm like, all right, let me let me knock this out. They they sent they sent me um, uh, somebody had known got me the name of the editor. Editor sent me some blanks. Pretty sure it was Spider Man, and um, although it could have been Silver Age, uh, I did 25 of them, and you know sketch cards. He said just do a quick sketch of whatever. So these are the two different ones. Yeah, it, it could have been yeah, either sure, one. Sure, it could have been any no, of the no. number of these. <laughs> I had them for a day, you know. Wow. <laughs> Early night, whatever ninety something it was, and um, so I, I did twenty five of them, all pencil, um, and I sent them back, and um, didn't hear from them. a couple weeks later. They're like, uh, uh, yeah, these are these are good. We're gonna you know keep your name on file and that type of thing. I do not know if they ever put them into the set. Um, I've never seen them. I've never seen them show up, never heard of anybody coming up with one. So I don't know if they made it into the set or if they just kept them as samples, you know? So, but at some point they're out there somewhere. Um, and so, uh, the MCC 98 came around and they're like, all right, we want you to do a bunch of these. I'm like, okay, what is it? What does a bunch mean? They're like, we're going to send you a bunch of packs of cards and, you know, and they got stacks of cards like this. I ended up doing 500 of those. Um, and it was just, you know, again, sketches, pencil sketches. It, after maybe the first 50, 75, you, you, you get, it's like, okay, I need to do something different. It just like it's just it's just the artist's head and you you're just going. It's like, all right, let's break out some markers. And, you know, I, if I break my break my brush out for this, I can, you know, make it I could put some blacks in here and this will be mm. this will pop. It'd be really cool. Um, oh, look, I got colored pencils here. So maybe the next five or so I'll throw some color in there and something like that. You know, just to just to make it interesting for people pulling these out, because, you know, it's like it's, you know, pencil sketch, pencil sketch, pencil sketch. So it's something that kept me from, you know jumping off the bridge just to make it more interesting for myself. <laughs> um, but in general, you know, most of them were uh, pencil and it was, I, I didn't think much of it. You know, I don't know how long it took me, like a, maybe a month, month and a half or something. And I think, I think it was like in a couple batches, you know, I think I did a few hundred and then they're like, here, here's some more, you know, finish those up. Um, 
And I was surprised by the, it, it wasn't a big craze until, if I remember, okay, they didn't put all of the sketches they had into the sets because they had so many people working on them that there were thousands extra that they had. And wow. I don't know how it happened, but, but a dealer had gotten a hold of the extras like a couple years later, like they sold them to this dealer, something like that. And they started putting them on eBay and they were everywhere. And that's when people really started taking notice from what I can remember. <laughs> um, and I, I remember even I bought a couple, I bought one or two of my own from that, <laughs> from that, <laughs> from those, from that eBay thing. I was like, Oh, that's cool. I haven't seen that one in a while. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, some, I'll, you know, some of those I look back and I cringe at, um, but other ones I was like, wow, that one actually came out pretty good. Um, no, so some of those I tried to get, uh, and I, that was that, like I said, I think that at that point, sketch cards had waned a little bit but that i think that was the catalyst for bringing it back mm-hmm. was being able to get all those on ebay pretty much any artist you want um any you had your choice of these mcc 98s and i think silver ages at the time also yeah. so um so that's so the, the, the i saw the craze happening like people were really interested in getting those i'm like you know there's there's something to this so when Rittenhouse contacted me later on about the Star Trek stuff. They just had, they had a license um, for Star Trek that they were going to do sketches for. But the, the people of Star Trek, I don't remember who it was, maybe it was Paramount at the time. Um, they they had no clue what sketch cards were. And they're like, well, you know, everything has to be approved, period. So they came up with the idea of the repetitive sketch or there's a, there's a term for it. People use, I don't remember what it is. And, so, so like I would draw like uh, the Enterprise or no, at the time it was, it was Voyager. I had to draw the Voyager a certain, a certain way, whichever one got approved. That's the one I had to draw over and over and over and over again. Right. So I started doing that and I'm like, well, they never said anything about backgrounds. So if I take this ship and it's space, you can have pretty much anything you want going. So I put a planet over here and the star system over there, or maybe it's warping, <laughs> you know, it's, wow. it, warp drives going or whatever like that. And I'm like, you know, so it kind of made it interesting for myself. So I was able to, even though it was repetitive, each card was different. And I said, you know, this, at least it'll be something interesting for the, you know, the fans to look at and enjoy. Um, and uh, so that, 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 I think it was that mentality of just, you know, trying to keep it interesting. Um, when that first Avengers set, and I'm taking your word, that was the first Marvel one that they had. Um, 2005, I think that was. Was it? I think so, yeah. yeah. Let me have a it's, it's still the, the beauty of the Rittenhouse website is that it's all still up there. Here we go. Oh, it so was released nice 29, November, 29 November 2006. Is when it, is okay. when it, um, so... Uh, I, and and I started I started draw, drawing these like, and the nice thing with Marvel was it's like you know draw you draw whatever you want and then what what Marvel would do is they would they would either they, I think at the time they would literally ship the cards there or maybe it was just JPEGs for them to check over and they would just flip through each one and they they okay each one every once in a while they'd say no we can't do that one but you know they they did each one so it wasn't repetitive you know repetitive you could do whatever the heck you want. Yeah. Um, mm. 
So when I'm when I when I uh, halfway through like doing that set, I'm realizing it's like it's just like drawing panels of a comic book. And it's like, and and then it, that was that was the thing that 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 struck me. It's like, wow, the mm-hmm. when you lay a, lay a page out, you know, each panel is specifically different. It's got a, it's got its own composition. You know, it works with the the other panel next to it and the row below that. And there's gutters and there's so much interesting stuff going into a page that it's like, wh- how am I not putting that into? these things which are their own separate panels and it's like all right so once i took that mentality it's like all right let, let's see what we could do here and it made it so much more interesting um i, I looked at them differently um there's you know instead of in it and that the fact that you're limited to just that that two and a half by three and a half it's like all right you're limited left to right and up to down but you're not limited from forward to back Mm. so the more depth you put into it it's you know just layer and layer and layer it's just so much more interesting to look at once once you get it going so you you you, you know land that and you're good um and that was that was pretty much the that was the take i took on those wow i am so giddy you have no idea i've been waiting for this for so long no i'm serious like i'm like freaking out inside um so just to give people some context here (laughs) okay so here we go so the creativity moving through cards you were also the first one and this makes total sense with your background um being a professional comic book artist as you are and being around penciling and inking inking for so many other artists cover recreations right that is like other than the creativity of bronze age and having it totally sepia greatest battles and putting the panel comic books in the back in black and white to give it that depth that you're talking about i mean that creativity there that was uh, that was the greatest battles the greatest battles oh doing that set Mm. that set was fun you killed it i mean it was so cool to see those and i mean you know the sad thing about sketch cards and the great thing about sketch cards, which is really weird, is that they're so beloved by by, and I'm joking when I say this, real Marvel card collectors that you don't see them, right? They're gone. Once people grab them and they treat they treat them like works of art, and they're locked up forever. Yep. You know what I mean? And most people don't share them either, um, for various reasons. But you know, um, sketchcollectors.com. We have a friend over there who has that site who archives a lot of sketch cards. I think it's a really great site. Be sure to check it out uh, for our listeners if you want to see these great legendary pieces. But all of a sudden, you did cover cover uh, recreations, and they are. I mean, if you know about Nar and the detail work that he does, mm-hmm. you have to understand that Marnek is amazing at doing this and especially going down to the detail the vibe of the page that's what i really like right someone can make a carbon copy of something and that makes sense you know i've seen recreations but for you to do the recreation and to give it the same amount of life that the original page has that's what i'm always really impressed by cool, um so, yeah no, and sorry i don't i'm i'm you know complimenting you um but it's, it's so I don't know. I got to stop it. Um, <laughs> no, 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 you, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> we, we, so, we, we like to blow smoke up our guests. Uh, so let's carry on doing it. Yeah. We're very much fans. Um, 
for the archive exclusive pieces that started coming up in the rent house where most of these pieces were, they were like the by certain amount of cases. It's like a six yeah. case hit, something like that. And then you would get one of these special types of sketch cards for those cover recreations. I know you're a huge Daredevil fan and there's this beautiful Daredevil. Um, I think it's the Frank Miller one where he's upside down that you did a recreation of. <laughs> I, I sent you the picture or whatever. And you also did the Incredible Hulk 181, the first cover appearance oh, of Wolverine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like doing this cover recreations? Because you did quite a few and they're all on point. I'm still searching for the surfer one, but I'll um, get there. <laughs> well, well, first, your first problem is like um, the the two and a half by three and a half is not the same proportionally speaking to a comic book cover. They're different. By 17 here. So you can't, so it's not like you can just shrink it down and go with it. So you're auto, you're automatically going to be off. So when you, when you go to lay out the, the card on there, you know, it's like, you, I mean, I, I wasn't thinking about it at the time, but you know, the things that goes through my subconscious head, I guess would be, you know, what, what is making that cover so good? You know, you know, why was it so dynamic? Why is everybody drawn to that? And um, it's 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 always the composition, the layout and the dynamic dynamics of it. So that was always something I kept in. You know, what's what's the focus of this cover like specifically? So you get you get the focus on there and then everything around it should be supporting that focus. And. If you got to move a planet this way or, you know, move a sword so it's just right this way, then that's what you do, you know, and you make it as 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 good as you can to try to at least, you know, it's it's an homage piece. So if you're in a different uh, size comparison, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do to make it make it work. Wow. And, and I, I've and I mean, thinking about it, it's like going going back a little bit. Um, I remember, you know, as far as like quality wise, but I remember, you know, um, Steve Cherendoff, me, um, I think maybe John was there, but, uh, and, uh, Robert Kolbus, um, I remember having meetings early on with them, you know, and we'd be like, you know, talking about these sketch cards and they were, they were really liking some of the things that I was doing. Cause at the time it was, I started doing slightly different things and, you know, that's what was getting the attention. They're like, oh, he look, he put some color on in this one. You know, everybody's freaking out over some color over there. <laughs> so so uh, they're like, oh, can you put more color in? You know, <laughs> add more color ones. So I was kind of digging my own hole at the time. <laughs> um, but, you know, the the stuff that made that draw drew more attention, that's pretty much guided where everything was going. Um, and, you know, we we all agreed that, you know, as long as we kept the quality of the, the sketches and the artwork you know, coming out in the sets, people will always buy it. You know, it's not, a, it's not about, you know, bopping out as many cases as possible. It's, it's the quality of it. And that, that goes back to what you're saying before, like, you know, you can count on the Rittenhouse stuff because that was at the time, that was the stuff that was really, they were really focusing on getting the art right. 
and they, and really they did. were. Yeah. And they did. They I mean, did. I look. I mean, they killed. I look at the, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I look at the numbers of cards that people. I mean, that's that's the interesting thing about the the written house site is that the early sets they actually put up there the number of cards that the artist did for the sets, and that that yeah. kind of stopped over the years. I imagine because it got quite difficult to keep track of, perhaps. But but on that complete Avengers, it's got here that you did two hundred and sixty six. Um, cards which is a must have been an enormous chunk of work and some people on there did more than that there's what there's one person on here that did um so i'm just having a look through ray dylan did 398 <laughs> um, um yeah, yeah i mean it's not it's not uncommon yeah. for someone to have done over 400 especially on the ffa 378 it's just yeah, amazing yeah. The, the volume yeah, it's of, pretty amazing yeah. yeah. Um, Mark Te- Texera, who, by the way, w- we Mark love. Um, so nice. Um, 360 sketches on Complete Avengers. Um, Beautiful pieces. And, you know, they're, 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 all, they're all wonderful. So uh, am I... Am I right in thinking that during your kind of, you know, because obviously Complete Avengers came out and then we had Women of Marvel, Fantastic Four archives, some movie-related sets, then you went into Spider-Man. X-Men, Spider-Man archives, Marvel 70th, you know, moved through, moving through that kind of four or five-year initial period of the, of the, the license. Did you at that point kind of uh, become kind of part of the team at Rittenhouse? Did you, did you make that, that transition? Because it sounded like you had a very close relationship with them from the beginning. But I'm I'm kind of curious to, to how that, yeah, how that well, developed. Yeah, because like you know, when from that from that first Star Trek set, um, within a year, like you know, they had gotten me to start showing up at like some of the um, uh, the card shows, um, the uh, non-sport entertainment card shows. Um, there's there was a there's a big one in uh, Pennsylvania, um, the uh, NS, NSU site. Um, that they, they run like two of those a year. And, yeah. you know, early on, we, you know, um, I, I'd be doing those as much as I can. I, John Zop was a, we, we'd get, we'd hook up and stuff like that. Stop. I'd pick him up in Jersey and we'd keep going to Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, him and I hung out a lot and, uh, you know, we get, we got to know, you know, pretty much everybody there it's like a, it's like one big family you know you see you see the mm. same people coming back over again it's you know it's it's always nice to see everybody um and uh it's it, so it um we got in you know they be, we we you know i became friends with them um uh and we we talk all the time and they're like or you know all right. Uh, thanks for sending these in, Warren. Yeah, how about here's the next set? You know, it's it wasn't a can you work on the next set? Like this is the next set we're sending you. And I'm like, all right, cool. Just 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 keep it coming. Um, <laughs> That's great. You know, is, is there any is, is there any angles you want from this set? And, you know, they'd always they'd always uh, you know they'd always have suggestions of what I you know might be able to do or or what are you thinking for the next set? Or uh, I think there was um, uh, specifically I remember. I had done maybe it was for the Avengers set. Uh, during that one, I did like four or five. Um, I, th- I think they were like goddess cards or something like that, like Hella or something. And they were very like oh. they're muted, like gray tones. Um, there was there was just like three or four of them in there, and uh, Steve just really he's like, man, I really like the looks of those cards. Can you you know can you do something for that for on for on this set? And I think that's where the um, was it the Bronze Age? The Bronze, the sepia. Yeah. yeah. So that's where that came from. He's like, so oh. I did, I did a, I did a whole section. I did a whole, the main set was in the sepia tones. And I, I did like, I think I did a small number of regular, you know, color ones. Wow. But, so, I mean, you know, we were always talking, keeping, keeping things going. And I'm, you know, I was always trying to come up with, 
something different that I would, that would keep myself interested. Um, that would, it was keep, always fresh. I mean, I yeah, think that was the, the thing. Guessing. What was, what are they going to do next? You know? So, well, we still guessing. Cause I, <laughs> you know, I, we can't crack <laughs> boxes, but it's crazy. The more and more I dive into your work, I remember first coming into sketch cards and I was younger. It was like 98 and I didn't have the money, but I remember at the time eBay, cause my dad did, uh, uh, technical stuff. So he fixed computers. So he was on eBay repairing pieces and would buy parts and stuff like that. So he always, he showed me the auction house early. <laughs> so I kind of grew up with eBay, but I remember the auctions that went on and people we've spoken to like Chris, Chris Mixer, you know, all the real big sketch card people were like, man, I remember when faxes would come in and everybody's like, I want this card. I want this card just to get them because, you know, once they got from a dealer to people, you had to like figure out where to hunt these things down because it couldn't just all be cracking cases. And man, I remember going to these websites for these big sketch card collectors who are, you know, giants in the field. And I remember just finding surfers and I was like, yeah, baby. And I would save the photo. I still have a file with like 30 photos. Of I it's yeah. the hunt that makes it, you know, oh, it's so like true. You're, just, you're searching so long for something and then you finally find it. And, you, and when you get it, you can actually get it. Oh, it's just so much sweeter. Oh, it's so much sweeter. So that's, like, that's, the, have... that's the whole thing with trading cards, you know, it's, Hunt and get, hunt and gather. Exactly. Hunt and gather. And you know the connections. You know, a lot of what's been really crazy with our group, I think what people are starting to realize, which is kind of the new thing, is like being able to find these pieces is not just sitting on eBay and waiting for them to come up, but it's also about like making connections and making friends. Like I had been on the hunt for this card for a long, long time because this was featured on the sell sheet. And I saw it and I was like, man, I got to have the Martinek. I need this in my collection. I don't have one. And everyone keeps them and locks them down. And people don't like me, mostly because I hound them. for. (laughs) (laughs) That's FFA. So that's fantastic for okay. our guy. Right. Um, anyway, so, but, you know, made friends with a guy named Matt Fuller, who has tons of your pieces. And, you know, he was nice enough to, you know, and I was he's really great super awesome great friend of the podcast and and the groups as well and kind enough to sell it but that's been the latest thing that a lot of us been trying to get into is just like you have these pieces no one's gonna hound you let's just see the work right instead of losing track of all these great artists because you know the in-house site still being up all of us have like done little pdf saves and stuff keeping the website just in case they ever take it off but you know being able to see those pieces is just just amazing and able to hear from you about these are just it's really a treat man thank you so much for remembering this stuff <laughs> i know it's been a while probably <laughs> I, i'm trying as hard as i can <laughs> you're doing all right whatever's in that you're caffeine drink you've got there it's it's it's, it's working um so so you're so you're at rittenhouse and obviously they've, you've got quite a role you've got quite a role going on there with with sets coming down through the pipeline so at, you know as you became kind of part were you were you involved in kind of talent acquisition for Rittenhouse uh, as well? Yeah, we, we, um, pretty like, I don't know, I would say, um, three to five years ago, that, that time frame, um, the need for sketch cards was great. You know, we then, and I, I remember, you know, I can, I can only do so much through the, the stable of artists that Rittenhouse had, you know, 
could only do so much. So there was a big push to to uh, increase the, the the number of artists, you know, that they can pull pull from. Um, so we they 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 asked me to see if I could you know come in and see what I could do about you know beefing up the artist numbers and. Um, and I, and I, you know, I don't, cause I'd, I'd be talking to him. I'm like, yeah, I always, I always get guys that are asking me, it's like, you know, what's the best way to get into the business and stuff like that. And yeah, any advice. So, um, so they asked me, it's like, can we, can we see if we can work this into more of a full-time position, which, you know, I, I was already doing anyway, you know, <laughs> I, I, I pretty much. I was pretty much drawing full time for Rittenhouse and then just doing minor side projects. Um, so, yeah, so they created the, the talent acquisition position. Wow, that came out right. And um, uh, basically, you know, gave me gave me an email, um, Rittenhouse email. And uh, my whole job was to be the filter. You know, new artists would come in. I would look over their stuff. Um, uh, and, you know, if, if, if I thought that they were, you know, good enough to go in, I would just pass them right on, um, to writ to them and, you know, they take it and run from there. Um, it, I, I would say in most cases, um, I was, it was basically portfolio review, you know, that's yeah. what that was. And, um, I found myself telling you know, each, each person on the line, the same thing over and over and over again. So I, I created, um, I took some of my, um, I'll, I'll send you a link later for it, but I, I created, um, uh, like, a like a guide of what you should be thinking about as you're doing cards. And, it, you know, it was down to, it was like lighting, um, composition, subject matter. And I would send pretty much either add the link to it, or a lot of times I would take their cards that they sent me and I would like redline over it. And it's like, now if you have your figure a little bit more like this, you know, wow. and then I'd put it back. So I actually spent some time going over everybody's stuff and say, this is what you need to work on. Um, you know, do another whole set and, you know, bring, you know, send, send me some, send me some more. We'll, we'll see what we can do about getting you going. Um, there were very few that I, 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 if, if, if I'm going to say very few, almost none that I would say, oh, forget it, go do something else with your time. You know, I, there was nothing like that. Um, wow. so, you know, I think most people had, if you had the will to do it and, you know, and you keep kept coming back a lot of a lot of guys made it through that way um i always knew guys, there had some to guys be i still eye. talk to to this day you know they're, they're they contact me and so i knew it. there had to be an eye there because i was looking at the cards and they were always so consistent from every artist you know what i mean like in doing interesting things where i was like someone has to be looking at all these because there's such like a consistency between the artists and the work and not that the artists aren't good by themselves. That has nothing to do with it. Like I come from an MFA background myself and I understand that revision and notes and you know, that work, that's how you strengthen your own work is through revision. And I was like, man, someone's looking at these because they are just so consistent. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, like, like Robert, Robert, Robert was really good at that. He, you know, he didn't, 
you know, all the cards that came in. I mean, like if somebody drew 500, let's say, or 200 cards, you know, maybe not all 200 got in to, into the right. sets. You know, mm -hmm. they, they'd always keep they'd always keep some off to the side for like, you know, like if somebody had a problem with a card that they can, they at least they got a backup, they could send to the customer or something like that. And, you know, maybe not every card was this, was this, you know, the greatest for the set, you know? So I'm sure there were a few, there were, there were, there were some cards that just never made it to the set. So, um, I, but that was, you know, that just goes back to the quality standard, you know, you gotta yeah. keep the quality up. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It sounds Love like that. there's a, there's there's a, you, you kind of almost started the Martinex school for <laughs> for sketch card arts, <laughs> uh, which which could be a thing actually. Let's, let's put a pin in that. Um, I was going to ask you actually about advice for people who want to want to get work as a as an artist on sketch cards because we have a number of people that, that that come into the groups who are asking those sorts of questions and there are more specific groups that that are tailored to that on 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 facebook which seems to be where most most groups are these days um so what we'll do is well if um if it's okay with you we'll pop a link to that um that advice that you said we'll pop that in our show notes yeah. so that people can because that would i'm sure people would, would find that quite quite useful um so when you when you're at rittenhouse obviously the the that what we see when we look at the the dates on the marvel sets that's not the only content rittenhouse is putting out because it's not just marvel set after yeah. marvel set after marvel set there's other sets and ips in between that you know the star trek sets for example the um, dc um, cards you did were phenomenal those were sick so 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 once you were on at rittenhouse was it was it marvel set then a different ip then something else then a marvel set or we we just kind of focusing on on one aspect of it while you were there um, well, there was there was always um, I mean, while they had the while they had the Marvel license, there was always like a regular cycle. You know, it was always at least at least two sets a year, at least, I think. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes they'll do those the really small, like mini sets or something. Uh, I yeah. forget what they call them. Um, you know, and, you know, you're they'll they'll do a small number of sketches for that also. Um, so. So between Star Trek, I think Star Trek was their regular and Marvel was their regular. And then it was inter interseasoned with other IPs. You know, if there, you, you, like I said, you probably know more than I. I think there was Conan was in there. Conan, I saw. Yeah. Um, Vampiria. Uh, what's her name? Vampiria? Is it? Oh, Vampirella. Oh, Vampirella. That was Vampirella. That wasn't, that wasn't Rittenhouse, though, I don't think. No. Probably not. I, I don't. I, I just remember seeing be, some that you did. I think that might be Bregent, I want to say. But I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Is that how you pronounce that? I've, I've never known how to pronounce that. I've always, I always say Bregent, but if it's Bregent, that makes it's more Bregent, sense. Yeah, like gentle. Okay. okay. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Mystery yeah, solved. Unless I'm wrong, then. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, you, you've, you've worked for them. I imagine you probably know better, better, better than us. I mean, when I was looking through, when I was when I was diving into Doctor Google, I was seeing work come up for Game of Thrones, yep. Star yep. Trek, Farscape, Battlestar Galactica, oh, and I oh, loved. Yeah, yeah. I loved those Rittenhouse Battlestar Galactica sets. Oh, yeah, that was a, that was another fun set. Yeah, mm -hmm. I I bet. Yeah. I mean, did and, you and do Buffy show. as well? What, Great that? show, Buffy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do Buffy Vampire Slayer too? I did. I did do Buffy. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Me and Ian were talking about it. I think we were talking about Buffy before Buffy. for our Halloween special, and I, I was like, I'm, yeah. I see some amazing Buffy cards that you did. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I wish I did more of those. Um, that, that was, that was a fun set to do because I was a big fan of Buffy set, um, and. Uh, 
it was it was just the it was just the one set. I, mean, I think they had gotten it. Car, I think I think Cards Inc had it beforehand, and they weren't able to do sketches for it. They like I don't think oh. the the oh it was Inkworks. Inkworks. That's Inkworks, it. Inkworks. That's it. Yeah, they Inkworks. didn't. Do sketches. You're right. You're right. Um, so Rittenhouse got it, and I think Steve was finally able to talk them into doing sketches. Wow. Um, so that was good. Um, it's actually, funnily enough, um, I'm currently doing some commissions um, um, for someone in France um, who who's a huge Buffy fan, and she had, she she commissioned me to do some more. Um, I'm doing some some PSCs for it. Um, I, I, actually, I've got some right here right now. So um, these are these are uh, this is oh, my wow. my own personal cards. Oh, nice! So, so there's a there's a Drusilla there. Um, yeah, she's got some. I'm, I'm doing a bunch of them. So these are beautiful. Whoa. Beautiful! I love Damn, that sketch card great. stock. Yeah, so I mean, it's it, it's fun to do. Um, what was the question? <laughs> okay, we we we, we, so we were just we were, we were just running through a list of properties you'd worked on because I mean I mean we got to yeah we got to start the Battlestar Battle stuff was awesome yeah. too. I was Battle so glad Star. that they got that because at the time the the new the new series was out. Yes. Oh my god, that was mind blowing that series and it's yes. great to do it and doing those the Cylon ships. Oh, that was so fun. I love doing space stuff. <laughs> yeah, great. Ships were all. different yeah. ways, and then Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your ships are great, man. I saw yeah. like a bunch of like Star Trek ones, uh, the Voyager, like you mentioned before, Enterprise, and like the Battlestar Galact. I mean, they're so crazy detailed and really, really beautiful pieces. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. It's, it's it's therapeutic just doing all that space stuff. It's 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 great. I love it. I guess it's like mindfulness because the lines are quite, you know, uh, I'm doing this with my hand. No one can see this, but it kind of, yeah, you've got that curves and you've got the, you've got the, the form and the structure of it is always mm-hmm. quite a, a regular thing, I guess, especially if you're doing Voyager, you know, repeat, repeat, repeat. So uh, uh, I yeah. imagine that can be quite relaxing. Uh, it is do. relaxing because a lot of the, especially with the, the space background stuff, I'm like, if you're doing the Marvel stuff, you know, you're always, you're, there's another layer of, of thought that you got to think about it. It's like, where are they in the scene? You know, is, is, is this character on the, on a, on a fire escape? I'm like, well, that's cool. Now I got to make sure the fire escape looks like a fire escape and the building behind it looks like a building. Yeah. But when you're doing space, it's like, man, I just sit back and I could just <laughs> do whatever I want because nobody's going to argue with me with what it looks like, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. It's, Fair it's, enough. It's sweet. <laughs> um, then we got Wizard of Oz. And then the one that the one that made me laugh was Thunderbirds. There was a Thunderbird set that you worked on. <laughs> yeah, there was. Um, I think that uh, was related to the movie. It, it it was um yeah that was with um oh what was the guy the twister guy's name uh um he he, he was also in agents of shield oh um, bill paxton paxton that's it yes um i remember doing that um when I, when he first got the cards back oh they were so slick it was like the it was like there was a coating on both sides oh. you know and it's like, oh no! <laughs> so I had to completely. So we, you know, every artist had the same problem. We had to completely come up with some type of new way of getting the, you know, because you draw a pencil line on there and you barely couldn't see it. So mm-hmm. there's, that's why most. Uh, I, it was probably the first cards that I did painted 
were for that set because the paint was wow. it was just easier to put on. You could see what was going on. Yeah. Um, so I remember there was a there was a bunch of I, I got to I managed to work with the card um, in a way that it worked and still looked cool. I'm, there was a lot there I threw away before I passed those out. <laughs> And funny enough, funny enough, kind of in a six degrees of separation kind of way, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, rather, um, that movie was directed by Jonathan Frakes, who played Riker in Star Trek Next Generation. Mm-hmm. So you ah. know, immediately we have the connective tissue because I'm there sure you you've drew, I'm sure you've drawn Riker a number of times in your in your career as well. Um, with or with or without beard. I'm going to throw a random question at you. Which do you prefer oh, drawing? Riker with beard or Riker without beard? Oh, Good beards question. are always so much fun. Beards are fun to draw. There you go. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Um, That's awesome. I told you, I told you it gets random. Uh, Lost in Space. What else we got here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, space is cool. Stargate SG-1 mm-hmm. um, and Xena Warrior Princess. And there end if my list, but uh, we've touched on a few others that weren't on my list. Um and I was I was just blown away by how many different properties. I mean, I'm sure I've missed. I'm sure I've maybe only got half of them there. Um, and you know, I know not all of those were for Rittenhouse, but it is it is amazing the, uh, the 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 breadth of different things that you've done. What what's your? You know, I know with Marvel, I think I read somewhere that Avengers was kind of your 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 you got your kind of love that you gravitate towards. Would I be right? Um, it's well, not, I mean, not specifically, I mean, pretty much, I mean, I just, I mean, I grew up with the Marvel characters. Um, uh, you know, I worked at a comic book shop in my teens and, uh, you know, that's, that was it, you know, like I I collected everything because it was free at the time, but I was just always more gravitated to the Marvel stuff. It's just, it clicked with me better. Um, you know, the, the characters are more grounded, um, and they're more interesting to me. And, um, you know, when, when I, when, when Rittenhouse had the Marvel set, Marvel license, I was just, I was thrilled to the bone and I couldn't wait to get on there. And, uh, it's, it's so interesting drawing the Marvel stuff because, you know, I could, I could just do that all day long. Um, <laughs> just, you know, different, different positions. Like how can I move the camera and, you know, just keeping it interesting for myself and, you know, what, what would be the best way to, oh, if only, oh, I finally get to draw this character, you know, when the next set would come out and it's like, oh, they're, they're not in that set, but, you know, maybe in the next mm-hmm. whatever set, you know, oh, the FF set's coming out. Good. I can get, finally get to draw this character. And I wonder what my thing is going to look like. Not, well, that wasn't a metaphor. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. But you Thank think you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know I what you're saying, that. but that still tickles me because I'm very childish. Um, does, does the um, is there a, a, a this is, is going to be one of those things? I asking someone what your favourite colour is or what your favourite pop band is, but what? So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to spin it round a little bit rather than asking you know who you, who you love to draw the most. You know what's your favourite character or, or, or things to draw? What characters did you find the most challenging, or what did it take a while for you to get 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 a handle on? if you like, and you were like, oh, no, I'm, I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm lo- not looking forward to that set because I know I'm going to have to do this character. All this. The password is Martinek after Zek. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the first answer would be green, blue. Um, the second answer is Marillion. Um, and your the third answer would be, um, I, I don't think I have a, I didn't, hmm, I don't, <laughs> I'm trying to think now if I had any issues with any characters. Um, it was just, 
a lot of times it was if, if for any character that I hadn't drawn yet, I'd be just I can't wait to see what this is going to look like when I'm done, you know, because wow. let's <laughs> let's just do it and see what happens. Um, I can stretch in my memory here now. No, that's that's fine. It's, it's absolutely fine. Listen, I'm 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 blown away uh, by by you you dropping Marillion um, into the into the podcast. I, <laughs> um, I, I work with someone who's called Kaylee for that very reason. Actually, oh, her, her parents named <laughs> yeah. her that because because of that song. Um, and and you never know, we might put a snippet of it after the end credits just for people's okay. amusement. We definitely because, can. Well, yeah, not enough people know about Marillion. It's true. We need to make them aware. We're going to make yeah. t-shirts. Well, we're going to throw a campaign out there and do something yeah. for <laughs> um, <laughs> Save the fish. Anyway. Uh. But as, as far as like, like, you know, characters, I mean, I was always trying to at least get um, some of the less popular characters that, you know, people may not know and try to put them in a light that people would say, Hey, what, you know, what is this character? That looks kind of cool. I mean, you know, I mean, how many people knew white tiger? Or, or you know whatever um that you know so i would try to take the more obscure characters and make them interesting oh, i love that because it's true it's funny because i was going through the stuff and i was like man how many people have like took a stab at this character <laughs> like how many of you have tried this um you mentioned earlier about like doing different camera angles man that is so awesome i was you know i was looking through a lot of your stuff and We've spoken to so we've very very fortunately on this on the show we've locked down and got to talk to amazing people like yourself and other amazing artists as well, and the thing we always come back to with the work whether it's for card art which you've done comic art which you've done or you know card art uh, sketch cards which you've done is that how do you get a story in this one panel right so when you were mentioning the panel and the camera angle. My cat's playing with plastic. Hold on. Come here, little one. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, so like, I love that the creativity always came that every card had its own story. And that's what I'm always so impressed by, you know, and it is moving that camera around. It is like, what is happening in this scene? Like, I think one of the pictures I sent you is of the thing falling from the Baxter building. You know what I mean? And landing down, it's just such a great angle that you don't see, you know what I mean? And such like aerial views and sweeping views. It felt very cinematic. Thank you. Um, Yeah. And I was, I was trying to do something interesting for each one because uh, what, what I would do is when I was done with the set, I'd scan them all in and I'd, I'd set them up in nine, nine, nine card, panels and then post them on my website so mm. people see what you know and help basically like a checklist for people. And thank you for doing that by the way. Seriously. So and you know and that was one of the things that helped remind me that it's like it is like a like a page and each panel you've got to put a lot of information in to help tell that story and you know the more you can put in there the, the better it is for the viewer. Yeah. I, uh, I'm just looking one one of the sets. I can't remember what set it was. Now you did that um, um, kind of the years where the year was written in the top top. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Top right of the card because um, because sent one of them in the um, uh, in the set of pictures he did, and I can't for the life of me remember which set it was. But I, I love the, the the I think it was an incentive thing as well because it's got that written house seal over the over the image that I've got. Um, I, I kind of did that in, in in what was it like two sets? I think wasn't one an Avengers yeah. type set? 
That's what I, was I think it was all. Yeah, I'm trying to. It find was. It. A, it was. A, oh, I think they were all Avengers covers. Yes. Um, yes and then yes, another yes. one was. I think it was like maybe like a, like a Marvel Universe maybe. Marvel yeah, it was the seventy fifth anniversary. Seventy um, fifth anniversary Marvel Universe. I believe that's the one also. Okay, so yeah. I was doing something like it was more like an like just an image. And just to portray like, you know, like the main mm. storyline of like a cover or something like that. And then I just like to put the number in the, the, in the issue number in the corner. I think that was what I did. Um, I think that was that was that was what led to doing the covers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The um, Marvel 75th anniversary. You had the six case incentive exclusive classic cover comic recreation goodness me that's a sentence um sketch card by warren martinek um and it's got a, a tiny little image of of some of them there and then of course the nine case extensive those new kids on the block at the time painted art sketch card by michael mac glebe um that's right who who are doing and also, some awesome work those, those guys are awesome yeah they're trip so you also did a jam piece for x-men archives with a uh, bard Oh, B-A-R-D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, funnily enough, that was, the, uh, yeah, he, he contacted me, or I'm not sure how that came up, but I think he contacted me, and um, I just mentioned, it's like, yeah, we should do something together, because he, he did a lot of painted stuff, and, um, and uh, I'm, you know, I'm always up for, you know, working with, with another artist. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, uh, so, I, you know, I did the pencils, I think it was at... Um, it was eight, eight or nine cards or something like that. And, uh, yeah, I just, I just knocked out a few pencils, which was kind of fun just to do pencil version of something again, set them off to him. Um, he colored them in oils that he knocked, he, you know, knocked them out, uh, nicely. They came out. I thought they came out great, but especially that yeah. Bishop card. Holy smokes. Oh. That Bishop card is amazing. Yes. Yes. Uh, wow. Yes. You've lost me here. What set are we talking about? <laughs> I'm trying oh, to um, X-Men archives. X-Men archives. I think so. Yeah, I think it is. I so I put it in the. Oh, did you? Like I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I've saying, got so no, many no. things I'm trying to look oh, at. No, I gave you like tw- I geeked uh, out and gave you like twenty something photos. The man's Don't done thousands of sketches. No, <laughs> there's quite yeah. a few to look through. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, please, no, no. I, I gotta tell you, sometime in the sometime in the mid two thousands, I I went back and I started counting because I I had I had kept track of all the sketches I've done. And oh. somewhere in the mid two thousands, uh, was the last time I counted. I was 12,000 plus sketches. Oh my giddy on. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. And okay. so I, I have no clue what I'm up to at this point, but there's a lot. Okay. And, and your spe- I'm, I'm just wow. thinking your speed of work must be, is it? Cause we talked to, we talked to a fair number of sketch card artists and they'll get, they'll get sent maybe 50, 100, um, and they're having to fit it in. I mean, to be fair, they're having to fit it in around day jobs often, you know, a lot of sketch yeah, card artists. Yeah, so yeah, it's not, yeah. it's not their main thing. So they're doing it on evenings and weekends and, you know, there's a, there's a lot of work involved, um, to do that. Um, and I know you're, you're, you're very fortunate in that my, my perception is you're, you're pretty much full time as an artist. You know, you're able to, to to have that as your career, and um, that that must be a, a blessing to be able to do that. So, I'm guessing you've got slightly more day daytime to do that with. But but for for a set such as, so for example, now if you were sent 250 blanks now um, for um, a new set, a Marvel set, what would your kind of time scale realistic expectation be for for that kind of thing? Well, it would depend on. Yeah, it would depend on the card. Um, it depend on the set. 
Um, cause like, like for Marvel cards, it, it, with, you know, full color, um, Marvel stuff, you know, you're pretty much, you got free reign of what you're doing. Mm. That, though That's a little easier. Um, I would probably 50 to 60 a month. Um, wow. okay. that's, that's, you know, that's doing it full time. And, uh, but when you get into things like, like Game of Thrones or Star Trek, where each card, especially like faces of, of actors, where each card has to be approved by the company and the actor, um, ah. you're wow, spending, I didn't know that. you're spending a lot more time, um, on faces and people to make sure you get it right. Cause there's a good chance if you don't get it right, you know, you're, you're, it's not it's not going to get approved mm. and you either got to fix it uh redo it or they're going to chuck it you know and so you and you know you're spending more time doing that so yeah. you know stuff like that then now you're looking at more like 30 cards a month um yeah and uh there you go that's interesting wow. with it. have you ever done star wars because i know they have the likeness so. i have not um i i, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I wouldn't want to. I would love to work on Star Trek. Um, and killer. Uh, how can I say this? I, I can't work for those card rates. Five, five. I'm not even sure if I want to touch on the subject. Like no, five, no. Like six, or seven bucks. Five, six, or seven bucks a card. Yeah, is is ridiculous yeah it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's pretty openly discussed on, on yeah we talk about it all so, the time because yeah. we, right. we talk to other sketch card artists and we don't agree with it either and we always promote getting a piece um because of that because you know if you want sketch card artists to be putting out work that's going to be i mean at your level i mean it's just you know it's up there um that requires quite a bit of big a commitment and you know, I mean, all these artists, it's not that they don't try. They really do try. But there's other things in life, especially when you're getting paid that low. You can't expect someone to, like, you know, live in a cardboard box just to make a random sketch card for a dollar. Like, yeah. that seems unrealistic and unreasonable. And, and not not every artist can turn around and sell an AP afterwards for multiple hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Yep. So it's yep. like, you know, you, it's it, it, the AP is the returns, the artist returns. Um, to me, that should be a bonus. Um, you should get a decent rate um uh and it, you know the ap should be a bonus um that you could yeah. do with whatever afterwards yeah yeah and so i've 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 turned down multiple jobs because i said this is this is my card rate i said you know it's this right here and if you can match it let me know i'll be more than happy to work on your set mm-hmm. um i'd love to do some star trek and you know the the marvel sets that these other the other companies have I said I'd, yeah, I'd love to work on them but you know this would be so <laughs> worth it to bring you back to get <laughs> well, you in absolutely. there i mean that absolutely. would be that'd be a crazy selling I mean, point i just i and just I, got you know, contacted by someone recently I, i'm sorry i'm i'm terrible now i forgot his name but he just started up and he's got a new he's got a new company he just got the license for something and he wanted me to work on a set and i was like i'd love to this is this is my rate and he's like oh I would love to have you on the set. You're worth it, but I just can't afford it. And I'm like, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> said, but if you, you know, you, let me well, know. Maybe next can... time around. Maybe next time around. You know. I, mean, I think there's going to be, you know, hopefully there's a trend where 
you know, this stuff can be good for collectors, the company and artists where, you know, sketch cards are two to three a case, you know what I mean? Well, Rather than one a box. Guys that. It's like, you know, what, you know, maybe you don't need a, a sketch card for every box. Maybe, you know, cut it down to like, cut it into a third or something like that. Yeah. And then, you know, triple up the, the card rate for these artists. Yeah. I mean, well, that's, that's kind of where it's from it, a collector's point. How is yeah. that? Well, that's but, awesome. I mean, it's, that's it's yeah. kind of happening, but without the yeah, rate. It really part. is. It's slowly. Um, so, um, yeah. I think yeah. the only product that comes out now that has one per box is, apart from Marvel Premier, which is top super premium. You it's get basically all sketch you get, cards. Yeah, you basically only get five cards. A pack is a box. It's like three hundred dollars, and you get five cards, two or three of which are sketch cards. So, yeah, that's Marvel Premier. That's the top, top end. Is, now, um, is, that, is that like Upper Deck? It's Upper Deck. Yeah, yeah, it's Upper Deck's thing. Um, and, uh, but aside from that, it's only really Masterpieces, Marvel Masterpieces, that has one per box now. Um, so recent Marvel Anime, which was the Peach Momoko set, I think that was two or three per case. Um, certainly. Um, and people are really happy with that. Like, yeah. I think that two to three per case really worked for a lot of people. And the quality of the sketches were very inventive, you know, very much a callback to what you were doing, which yeah. is, you know, having them being different, having themes, having, and, it, you know, to this show, to us talking to artists, to artists being in the group, I think it's kind of reinvigorated a lot of the, the, the culture that's part of sketch cards. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, personally, that's what I've always preached is that two to three per case, Less paying sketch cards, an actual sketch card artist, an actual rate. The rarity will go up. The second market will keep the price there, but people will still hunt for boxes at the chance of pulling something really beautiful and having that experience, which is, you know, it's unparalleled. It's a great, it's a great experience to open a pack and get original art. I mean, just a crazy concept, but it's, I don't know, it's magical. Yeah. It's really awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Would you ever do, if someone asked you, would you ever do, um, or have you ever done actually, um, base card art, which I imagine would be working in a larger format with I, it? I, I have done base card art. Um, um, it's been mostly for, <clears throat> we'll see. Uh, I got one snuck into, snuck, is that a word? Sneaked? Um, no, I snuck got one, is a word. Snuck's okay. good. <laughs> um, uh, into the uh, the Conan set. Um, one oh. of the one of the pinups I did for Savage Sword, they used that for as one of the base cards. Ah. Um, but I did um, I did a small subset for one of the uh, the Star Trek sets um, of it was like a nine card set mm-hmm. of just the, some of the main characters and aliens and stuff like that. Um, and then, well, slight well, maybe a couple more a couple of years ago, I did I did a, a huge subset for. It was called the, um, um, it was the Ferengi acquisitions. Basically, oh, yeah. <laughs> but so what they did was I did, I did, I, I don't remember, maybe it was a 72 cards or something mm-hmm. like that. So I, I drew two sketches for each card, a base card, and they took the best one for the front and they made a base card out of it. So there's wow. this whole subset and, um, geez, I wish I had some, I, I got a pack on me somewhere. Uh, oh, I got one right here. Hold on a second. Uh, that's okay. Yes. That's cool. Cause you know, man, seeing an insert set from him for a uh, Marvel premiere, that would be a great callback cause he did it for NAR. Remember? All right. So it was, it was a rules of acquisition set. It was all about Ferengis. 
Oh, yes, yes. So they made wow. a base card out of the sketch card of the of that one. On the back, they put the second sketch card. And wow. then they put the sketch cards in the set. Nice. Which was pretty cool. So nice. I was pretty happy with that. Nice. Um, I, I love it when I, I actually do, I haven't seen it often, certainly not from the big companies, but the, where 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 um, sketch cards are reproduced um, so that you can have them as a as a chase set. I have seen that happen, and it's it's always so nice to have it. If I remember, um, Ree Owens did a did a subset for. Oh yeah, women. Women of Marvel. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. So good. Uh, so nice. And. Um, and it was, and they looked. I mean, they, they were they were un, un, unmistakably re. But if I remember correctly, there was a printed version. Then there was a signed version as well. That was that was a lot rarer. Um, wow. Um, I'm, I'm going into my memory here because I, I, as you probably know, Norin's a Silver Surfer boy, and I'm Black Cat. So I've got the I've got the the signed Black Cat one that re did. Um, and boy, does she does she does she ever draw Black Cat? It's amazing. Um, do you? I'm, I'm going to have to show my Martinek. I'm sorry, every, everyone's got a Martinek in their collection. Yes, they do. Um, um, and Noren's shown his. Mine is one of the Bronze Age. Sorry, my, my webcam is terrible. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, ah, one of the kind nice. of. It's not. Not is it sepia? I guess it is sepia, isn't it? It's not not grayscale. It's um mono it, mono. I, I would call it a grayscale um, yeah. with a sepia color. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, because, and it, yeah. And it touches on so many things you've been talking about over the last hour. Yeah, you know, you've got the depth in there, you've got the the, the positioning of where, where she is, and she's obviously up to no good. Um, it, it's great. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, that was actually a call. That that it's a callback to going back to the Cubert school. I know them. The the, the Cuberts were big into it. You take like a like a gray piece of paper or a like a you know a sepia toned paper, and you know you you draw something on there and you ink it and you got you got your blacks and then you hit it with some white out and you yeah. just there's just this popping going on so that's and it, if that's was that bronze, that was bronze age right bronze age yeah marvel bronze age so i think what i did was i i set up a big folding table out in the garage and laid all the cards out and then just brought uh, i took my airbrush and i just sprayed them all in one shot i think that's what wow. i did for that set okay what and I think I might have penciled them first, and then I sprayed them, and then uh, and then well, I that, went in with the inks and the whiteout afterwards. Well, for that, the, um, that explained that Thanos that you sent, Norin. That was Bronze Age. Yes, that yeah. was Bronze Age. Yeah. So, like, there's even you you did something really cool too. For I think we talked about this for the uh, Fantastic Four set as well for the stars. It's like white paint and a flick of the brush, and you have this like. Just this really like so there's this kind of like layered to the stars of your cards for that set where they're kind of like paint on paint marker or something like that. It's really kind of quite cool. Yeah, that's 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 a classic inking te- inking technique where you take basically you you black everything out BWS black with stars. You black it all out um, and you take your toothbrush and you put white out in it and you uh-huh. flick you flick your toothbrush. <laughs> Um, that's you know, awesome. Mask, you mask off the areas you don't want to hit and you flick it like that. Um, so you get a random pattern and then you go in with a brush afterwards and hit a couple of larger, larger ones, you know, to give wow. it a little bit more variety. And, and obviously awesome. remember to not put that back in your bathroom. That's no longer your toothbrush. Your yes, that's don't just, don't okay. lick your thumb afterwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. We've, We've all, all done it. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> 
see, I mean, you kind of, I, I was going to ask you actually, you know, if the phone rang tomorrow, you know, would you, would you go back onto Marvel cards for upper deck? I mean, we've kind of, we've kind of answered that and touched on it. Um, yeah, right. Um, I, I want to talk about your your signature because I, I've I, I, there are there are signatures and there are signatures and there are signatures that are almost a brand in their own right and actually yours is pretty much um, up front on on your website I think or on your Facebook page um, you know I I would put it up there along with Joe Gisco's or Simone Bianchi's in terms of how recognisable yeah, yeah. and how how beautiful it is in and of itself regardless. Is, is that saying if you sign a check to me now not that i'm asking you to although feel free would i get that signature or is that very much a, a, a creation for your trademarking of your brand or your- um it, it, you'd, you'd be like what the hell is that what's that scribble <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a big difference between my signature and my autograph yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's interesting yeah uh, they're com- so different it's not even funny <laughs> Because <laughs> you've managed to do this in such small, I mean, listen, that's just on there, but you know, I mean, you've imagined the size of, of some of these things. That's nothing. You, your eyesight's obviously pretty good because some of the stuff you do is so tight. Well, <laughs> maybe we're, we're all getting we're all getting a bit longer in the tooth, but um, but yeah, you know, some of the, some of the stuff. Yeah, okay, there we go. We've got to, to all the trade. So is that your is that your kind of uh, main desk that you do your your work at um, behind you? Is that, is that well, what you're saying? Yes and no. I mean, uh, it, it, this year has been crazy. Everybody knows this year's crazy. Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of shuffling around. My my wife's had to work out of the house where she's normally out. Um, so uh, we've had to um, uh, juxtapose the offices, create new offices, and mm. so I've I've moved back to the old, like an old space I had in the basement, and so I'm kind of spread out right now. So right, yeah, this. This is kind of like temporary digs right now. Um, uh, I got I got markers set up. I got a little. I got my, little, my table here. Um, this is this is specifically my card table table. Uh, nice. Um, and uh, I got a ton of other things going on. Believe me, I'm, wow. I, I'm creating a whole new business doing other things. Um, oh wow. Awesome. This is where so, the magic happens. That's where some of the yes, and I, I still have a table upstairs. If I have to do larger pieces, I have a, I've got a bigger table. Um, actually, uh, the the promo shot I sent you guys uh, what last sometime last year. Yes, it's got that. That's the that's the other table that I, I worked the big pieces on. Ah, good, good, good. Big pieces, kind of like this one here. I got um, this was this was um, uh, a symbiote piece from a card um somebody somebody uh, commissioned me to do a four card four card or an eight or nine it was like an eight card couple puzzle piece yeah um puzzle and um i mean i liked it so much that i, I started i wanted to make a pinup out of it so i i started working on that so that lately i've been doing i've working on this one i'd like to ink it up and uh, make it all happy and stuff nice nice do you That's uh, and uh, i'm uh, well we'll add um obviously links to your website and and wherever on, on the yeah. show notes but do you sell prints of any of your, of your work you mentioned that you were going to uh, create that and and and, and yeah, it up and things. i mean i haven't in a while because i haven't done many conventions lately uh, lately yeah it's been years really <laughs> um a i've been busy and man they just they wipe me out 
mean, like yeah. I do uh, uh, a convention for two days. I spend I spend you know two or three days prepping for it, and mm. and then you you get then then you're 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 down drawing the entire two days while you're there, and then you're taking. Um, you know, requests when you go home afterwards, so you're drawn for another day or two afterward after that. And then you're taking like three days off to <laughs> recuperate from it. And it's like, it's, it, it, I, I like meeting people, but man, it's, it, it, it's not my favorite thing to do going to conventions. Um, but so I haven't, I haven't sold prints of uh, the stuff in a while. That's usually when I would bring um, have prints made up and stuff like that. Ah, cool, cool. But that, yeah. that might be that might be one to if I maybe I'll computer color that one or something and make some prints. I have to say, I'm sure I'm sure there'd be a market for it. Certainly amongst the people in our, in our group, at least, uh, oh, would yeah. lap that up. There's a couple of massive symbiote collectors and, and one guy who's, who's into carnage like you wouldn't believe. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure it'll be all over that. Um, as it's interesting, you were talking about cons because obviously no one's been going to many because because of you know COVID and, and, and stuff like that. Um, I imagine the travel time as well because that you know <laughs> America's a big place. You know, you got you got a lot a lot of travel yeah. for that. Would you? Yeah. You know, um, I mean, obviously, you're you're Eastern, aren't you? Are you New Jersey? Um, uh, Connecticut. Connecticut, yeah. Okay, so you know, I mean, even there on Eastern Seaboard, you know, it's still a fair old drive time to get you know to get to places where the cons are. So, um, I mean, knowing you went to a relatively local one, and it was like an hour each way, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. North Carolina is big. Yeah, it was it was intense, man. There's not really. You know, the card shows are pretty spread out. The ones that really have them in California where they're, you know, they're really pretty consistent. Um, you know, are the non-sport card scene is kind of tough too. You know, I'm, I'm hoping mm-hmm. with everything as it's going, every, the excitement for Marvel cards is continuing, that there is some, you know, more non-sport card shows to go on because there is such a, a, a brevity of like – history here and, and inserts and, and things for everybody that I think it'd be really fun to have this kind of grow in popularity once again. Yeah, know, I think it might be I think once this is is over and I think we start yeah. getting slightly back to normal, I think people are gonna be itching to get out. Mm. I, I think the conventions are gonna come back with a vengeance. Oh and oh, that's yeah. well the hobby's been so I mean I'm sure you've you've read articles about it and, and we've been talking about it. You know, the last eighteen months you know, the hobby's just gone boom because everyone's stuck at home, you know, for the most part. And, you know, I, I think I've read in the last week, Walmart and Target have stopped stocking cards. Um, they've had to because someone pulled a gun on someone in a parking lot over a Pokemon card or something in a Target. It's you America. Know, I'm not it, surprised. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm reading this. And it's like, crazy. I mean, it's crazy enough that they're having to limit it. They were having to limit it just Friday morning at 8 a.m. They put the card stock out and it was limited to free cards, yeah, free boxes like per person. It, yeah. So, so yeah, so it's absolutely bonkers. So, yeah, I, I, I think once it, once it starts up again, I mean, we don't really have that scene over here in the UK, but, um, but, you know, I'm, I'm very envious of my American brothers and sisters who get to go to these card shows and cards. You know, I would, I would give my right arm to be able to come and see you at one of your few and far between cons and, uh, you know, I, I just did a show like, um, oh, wow. It was, um, where, where was it? Uh, Hmm. It was like an NEC at um, oh, Birmingham, NEC. Birmingham, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't remember what year that was. Probably mid 2000s, I think. Um, holy cow, did I work hard on that show. Uh, 
I have, I have okay. never worked that hard anywhere. <laughs> so that was amazing. Um, I, I, I'd love to come back at some point. Well, I'll see if I'll have a word. I'll see if I can get. I'll, I'll see if I can get you. I, to be honest with you, I promised Jusco I'd have a word, and that's eighteen months ago, and I still haven't managed to sort anything <laughs> out. Um, stuff happened, but um, but yeah, the um, the car shows over here. I think uh, you know things haven't opened up yet back over here, and we've got this Indian variant going on. So who knows when it will be? So um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, what what are you working on now that you can tell people about, or what's upcoming? Where where can people next see your, your... Um, something? Not for something completely different. Um, uh, me and um, uh, two guys got together, and we're creating a company that's going to. It's called Adventure Kingdoms, and um, we are going to be uh, starting out like YouTube wise. We're going to be creating videos for uh, gaming, like tabletop gaming stuff. Um, oh, nice! Crafting, doing a, doing, doing a lot of builds for. Oh, nice! Wow! Like um, I got a ton of that stuff going. Uh, we've been we've been gaming for almost ten years now, and recording each game. And I'm going to wow. I'm going to create my own videos um, with artwork, um, with miniatures. Um, putting it all into like a, making like mini movies with us gaming and the and the characters doing whatever. Um, cool. so I got tons of stuff going on. So we're hoping by summertime to start putting that stuff out and moving on to like creating our own game system. The whole works. We're we're all in. We're going we're going bonkers with this stuff. Nice. So that's so is this, keep us updated. Is this a game you've created um, over these years? Well, we're uh, we've been we've been using uh, a system called GURPS that's already been created. Okay. Um, but it's 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 led us to the point where it's like, all right, we can see the limitations of we we're doing the stuff that we'd rather do. Why don't we just make our own system? You know, between the three of us and all our friends, we we've we've been doing. I've been you know we've been gaming since the '80s, so you know we we know this stuff backwards and forwards, and it's like we could do this. Let's make a company and just start going for it. So, so over the past like six months, we've been putting everything in line, got all the, the social media locked in, got the websites locked nice. in, got the names wow. trademarked. We're working on it right now. So it's taking up a big chunk of our time. So I'm doing I'm doing commissions on the side and just to keep some money flowing in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I said, hopefully yeah. by the summertime we can start advertising it and, wow. and going to town. So you guys, for you guys, first guys hearing about it. No, this please is let us know, man. Uh, and, yeah. You know, if you want to, you know, if you're starting up a Kickstarter, a Kickstarter or anything like that, and you want to put that in our group and share yeah, well, with, we well, have a lot of gamers in our group as well. And it'd be great. Yeah. So anything we can do to help, that'd be, this sounds phenomenal, man. That's really cool. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Um, and if people want to get one of those lovely PSCs from you, obviously your schedule, uh, notwithstanding, wh- where should they go? What's the best place for people to go to kind of, you know, contact you about? Um, I would say hit me up at probably my, uh, my Facebook page. Um, okay. um, I, I know I have, I, I mean, I got my personal Facebook page, which I don't frequent too often, but the um, uh, probably my art page, Yes, um, the art I, of Warren post, Martin. Most of my <laughs> pictures and stuff like that. That's that's where I'd like to keep most of the my professional stuff. Um, uh, 
so if you know if, if you if, if you like the you know like that page and send me messages through there like you guys have been doing maybe you could put that link up for me that'd be awesome we will that would be the best way to do that um Perfect. i'm hoping to once i knock out i've got a few lined up commission list wise now i still have to do a bunch um but i'm hoping to keep a steady flow of commissions going probably starting in what month is this may so i'm probably starting in june um um i don't know when you're posting this so anytime like after june or july well this uh, will be so soonish soonish uh, yeah for sure so yeah um and we'll yeah. post all the links and you know promote it as much as we can because yeah. i think people would love to hit you up <laughs> and i've got a plus i also i've also got i still have a lot of like oh, artist returns oh good oh my goodness i might have to I might have to, once we finish recording, let's have a chat. <laughs> I got oh um, my goodness. Okay. I got some, I got some greatest battles. This is a, oh. a two card puzzle. Um, what else we got here? This is, this, Mar- Marvel. this is Mar- Marvel universe, but I think that goes for a couple of different sets. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else we got? Here? Um, that's, uh, this is Marvel 75th. Yeah. 75th. And you know, <laughs> and they're all blank. They're just waiting for people Fine. to say, you know what I need on that card, Warren? I need a silver surfer or a black cat or, you know, whatever. Just it is. put the 75th on the side. I'm going to message you your fancy is. <laughs> um, we got some Avengers. Wow. Uh, they're all artist proof artist returns, more Avengers. What, can, is, what is this one? Can I just, Bronze can Age. I just, can I just raise, by, by the way, for those who c- can't see what we're seeing, we're, we are witnessing literally a fistful, a Scooby Snack Heights stack of, of Rittenhouse Artist Proofs. But can I just say um, how joyful those oversized APs are for, for collectors? I mean, who, whoever had that idea at Rittenhouse, um, if that was Steve, if that was Robert, if, if even you, you want to take credit for it, whoever had that idea, hats off to you. Because well, I mean, I, I don't know who could take credit for it, but it was. I remember early on, um, just, uh, just you know, saying that it's as an artist, it's easier coming like because you've got this is how we usually get them um, yeah. when they because you got the register marks, you know, that's where they're going to get cut. Yeah. Because I'm, you're sitting there working at them, and you're your your fin your you know I'm right handed so my left hand is on the card all times yeah. moving it around wherever yeah. angle I needed to, and with that outside border it's just so much better. That's you know where you can touch it, you can yeah. smear it, you can check your marker. What color am I using? Is that going to work there? You get it. You can mark it up all you want when you're doing it, and yeah. you know it's going to get cut off. So that's it's always nice to have that. Um, yeah. It's 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 tough when you get pre cut cards. So that's interesting. So the Rittenhouse ones that were packed, so the, these when they're cut down, did they all go out that size and then get cut cut down? That's a yes. That's that's. So that's they all brand. started. They all started. So so I know the AP ones are like that, but all the pack ones were larger yes. and then they got cut. Yeah, that's correct. They all, ah, they all okay. come out like this, so right? Like, yeah, and then Even then afterwards the... they'll they'll print the AP on there. The yeah. yeah. Because that's because that's interesting. Upper deck don't do that. They send them out no. card size. They don't have to bleed. Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah. well, a lot, um, of, a lot of those cards upper... are they they do these like trifold cards and stuff like that. So it's a little bit harder to to some you know some of those fancy cards that they're doing now. It's it's harder to have that extra bounder on it. But 
Yeah, so like the thicker cards, they don't do that. But even the when they first came out with sketch cards for Flare Ultra, Spider-Man, Silver Age, and Marvel Cle- uh, Creator Collectors, for Marvel cards, those cards were oversized as well and then cut the, down. The Spider-Mans weren't. The Spider-Mans weren't. The Silver Age and the MCC-98 was though, right? Yes. I feel like that's true. I might be wrong. I feel like I've seen those bigger and then were cut down. But the Flare Ultra Spider-Man, that's interesting that those weren't. I didn't know that. It, it did make me laugh there while Warren's gone off to get what he's gone to get is that when Warren was saying about the, these newer cards it made me sound like all oh, these newer cards they coming out with these days oh they're so high tech I, <laughs> I mean, don't know what crazy. accent that was but yeah I don't know what accent that was <laughs> I, I've got no idea what accent that was oh hang on what are we going to see oh, I oh. that's an uncut MC98 there's an uncut silver age Oh, my goodness. Uh, And somewhere, I do have a few extra Spider-Mans. Okay. That's how I I know they're cut, because they're already... (laughs) What was the address again for the studio? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, it'll drive through the night. It'll turn up on your doorstep, get that restraining order, and the shotgun. You need to put that in place today. Yeah, see what, 10 hours away or something? Yeah, just, I mean... I'll get yeah, there faster. He, he can do it in five, trust me. If he knows there's a card at the end of it, he'll do, do it in five. I don't need to stop. <laughs> whereas me, I can do the car so you don't know. Whereas me, I'll start swimming on Tuesday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea what's going on. You know what? I think I think we're we're kind of we've come to kind of come to a natural end here. We're going to go and raid Warren's house. Uh, we know he's in there the basement. Restraining so orders up on uh, restraining sense. orders up. And um, Warren, you've been delightful. Thank you. Can I just state you know man i know it's i know it's you're living it's what you do you're blessed to be able to do you know your art is your is your profession but from a collector point of view can i just say thank you for all the passion and energy and inspiration and creativity you've put into these it's it's i think i can speak for everyone in our group all the collectors when i say it is so so appreciated so thank you cool awesome thank you very much it really is it really is um it, you know, all that remains now, Warren, is is you know, do you want to sign us off for this for this week's exciting instalment of the Marvel Car Collectors podcast? Sure, um, MCC podcast. Enjoy it and enjoy collecting. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Car Collectors podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. We're also on iTunes, Spotify and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine marvel and enjoy collecting.
Shooting stars. 